0: Okay, let's begin on verse 13. Answers, is t- answers to tough questions defending what you believe. It can be hard to live out your faith in the midst of a culture of confusion. Christians also face the challenge of many competing voices. A battle is raging for our hearts and minds. And the same s- skeptics have taken the microphone. People outside the church hardly know the Bible at all and even many believers do not know scripture as well as they should. Consequently, Christians are ill-equipped to provide the answers our culture and communities desperately need. In this study, answers to tough questions, we will learn how our faith challenges us to do to go challenges us to go to God's word instead of Google. For answers. The questions we raise are those skeptics often ask, and while they may appear difficult, we find answers in the Bible. In answering tough questions, we will discover how to defend our faith and point to the answer, Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? Yes. Yes. Amen. Okay, first question. What's the closest you've come to being an expert at something? You see that picture there? What is that person doing?
1: Making Yeah, they're
0: making a clay pot, right? Okay, and however that turns out, it depends on how well that person is able to keep their fingers to the, to that, that to the wheel, as it were. Okay, because that pot is turning. And they're shaping it as it turns. So, what's the closest you've come to being an expert at something? Anybody? Come there close?
2: Navigation. Okay. You <laughs> came <laughs>
3: close? <laughs> I came
2: close. No. You guys deal
3: living in the heavenly body, so you
0: don't
2: get that close.
0: Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, sailing. Deandre is decorating. Anybody else? Uh,
4: Making bows.
0: Making <laughs> bows?
2: Yeah, yeah bows. Okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I all right. Like to make
0: goals, so. <clears throat> Anyone else came close to being an expert at something?
4: Shopper. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. Shopper, okay. A yeah, resale shopper. Because okay. it's amazing though. <laughs> so, like I went
0: away last weekend,
1: and it was like I have all these lists for so many different people. Yeah. And you know, it's like a short space of time. You got to grab this for so and so, and these things, and that thing, and the other thing, and try to make selections for them. Mm. They need 10 size, large shirts, <laughs> you know, yeah. for men. But they, they don't know, you know exactly you know, like where, which like store it. to get it from. So mm-hmm. you got to shop. Oh, yeah. And you're also yeah. shopping for other people and yourself and your child and all of that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, let's look at Bible, okay. meets, yes. mi- Bible meets Life, <laughs> page 15.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I want to take that, Bible Meets Life. <laughs>
2: and some people are passionate about their coffee.
0: Mm -hmm. I
2: mean, really passionate. (laughs) They are quite capable of defending their choice of coffee, explaining the Mm -hmm. substitutes from, say, Arabia, Arabica. Arabica. Coffee beans. One doesn't have to be a professional barista to be a coffee expert. I once sat next to a man and a woman on a plane, on an airplane, who talked for sixty-eight minutes about basketball. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I find, uh, Specifically, they debated who was the G-O-A-T, the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan, or LeBron, LeBron James. As far as I could tell, they were neither professional basketball, all players, not coaches, but they certainly were passionate fans. Mm-hmm. People tend to be effective communicators on subjects that hold their passion. Mm-hmm. Yet many Christians with a deep love for Jesus don't think they can be effective communicators about their faith. I don't know enough. It would take years of study to answer a skeptic. The good news is we don't have to be to be either a professional or a degree discovered to be knowledgeable nice about your faith jude has shown us the very follower but every follower of jesus can defend the faith
0: amen well you know it's uh it's a challenge when you got to make choices like that eh? um, coffee. I was, I was in my office one day, and my, one of my super forces called me, So, Mr. Pierce, I'm so sorry to bother you, but we had a coffee. said, so, if you're if you, out, out on errands today, could you stop by and get us some coffee? Now, they had a particular coffee that they normally get. And uh, so I knew, what, what they go to executive coffee uh, uh, place in uh, off Shirley Street and I'd get it? But when I went there, the guy says, oh, you know, we discontinued that one. Let me show you what we have. Oh. And he took me in his showroom, and <laughs> it was so chill, oh, okay. <laughs> lined off. Well, I think, I think they were, they were, there must have been 50 different varieties of coffee. He said, okay, which one do you want? He <laughs> said, wow. <laughs> well, I had to make some choices. And uh, I went back and I told him, you know, this is what I chose. They said, no problem. It, it's good. They like this and they like that. They like that. But they were there some guests and they wanted some, some more coffee. But it's a difference. It's a challenge when you have to make choices like that. Okay, what's the point?
1: God can use
3: you to show
0: others the truth. Okay, God can use you to show others the truth and many of you have probably experienced that. Um, the setting, most likely Paul by Ju- most likely written by Jude, the half brother of Jesus, this comparatively short letter in scripture addresses the issue of individuals within the church who are spreading false teachings. Jude emphasized that such false teachings had to be recognized and rejected. Furthermore, God would judge false teachers as he had done in the past. The letter of Jude was most likely written sometime during the A.D. 60s. Mm-hmm. So let's look at the first one we have, uh, Jude, uh, verses 1 to 4. I uh, want to take that one. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and the brother of James, and those who are
3: the well by God, Father, and kept for Jesus Christ. May mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you, dear friends, although I was eager to write to you about the salvation you share, I found it necessary to appealing to you, to contend for the faith that was delivered to the saints. For some people who were dis- designated for this judgment long ago, have come in by the state. Stealth. Stealth. Sorry. They are ungodly, turning the grace of our God into sensitivity, sensuality,
0: sensuality yeah. sorry,
3: and denying Jesus Christ, our unique master and, the Lord, and, and Lord. Your past does not disqualify you. Jerry knew this. He was the physical mm-hmm. brother of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But he saw his brother because nothing more than God. His siblings. Jude joined his other brothers and work to Jesus out the John 7, 3 5. Thankfully, the embarrassment of not immediately recognizing Jesus' divine identifies only a point and Jude's life not appear. Jude wrote, was from skeptic to servant of Jesus Christ. Acts 1, 13 4. We see him with Jesus, other brothers, and their mother, Mary. Praying with the apostles in Jerusalem. Jews' life reminds us that faith is about our present, not our past. We learn from our past, but we don't live there. It doesn't define who we are in Christ. Defining the faith doesn't appear to be Jews' original purpose in writing. I was able to write you about the salvation we share. However, disturbing views had reached Jew, Jew, that the faith was under attack from within some ungodly people had come in by stealth. Jude altered his plans and called the church to contend for the faith that was delivered to the saints. The on our faith often come with any warning that we should be. Contending from the faith was not something calling was select thing to deliver. Some special forces of the church. He was writing to all believers, to those who are all loved by God, and found the Father, and kept for Jesus Christ. Every Christian must contend for the faith. We are called to content, a word that pictures a struggle. This word would have an athletic condemnation. Christians should rise up and challenge false teaching error and any misrepresentation of the faith that was delivered to the saints. <coughs> we don't need to forfeit to any opponent, and instead, we keep our faith active, striving to ensure that the truth is heard. As he contended for the faith, Jude won two traits for us. Jude was the heart of the Zion. He didn't weigh that in evil places. Jude lived his life with humility. Jude had serious contradictions, yet he didn't waste words on himself. In beginning his short letter, Jude didn't bother mentioning his family connection to Jesus, only his brother James. Jude was not interested in lifting up himself. He was driven only by his desire to defend faith. Humility is a much needed trait in today's culture. For the believer, no one exists for arrogance, or flaunting whatever knowledge we have. Many Christians have faith in their attempts to defend the faith because of arrogance. Being smart about our personal faith does not mean we treat those who think differently as too. As we stand up for the faith we should put on Passion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, about you going to work. Where, um, where, where Jew's letter is one of the shortest books in the Bible. She really showed us how to be effective. This was Jew's elevator speech against false teaching and error. Some occasions may call for a long conversation or deeply research. Friends call the faith. But many times our defense does not need to take a long time or be overly complicated.
0: R- does not mean your defense of the faith is any less effective. In fact, it be a person's to move Okay. All right. So Jude uh, begins uh, his letter by emphasizing that as believers, we must contend for the faith uh, when it is challenged. And so the challenge for us is is we are we are encouraged to passionately contend for the faith, um, as we see Jude challenging us here. Now, much of our time is gone, but um, let me just hand these out, and uh, we don't have time to go through them. But that's an outline on on uh, on Jude.
2: Thank
0: uh, I would encourage you to go through that. Uh, looks at the date and the recipients of Jude's letter. Something about Jude, the author, background, a primary message, the key text. And it's good to always know a key text in a particular passage of Scripture because that says a whole lot about the whole, whole context of the message of what is being presented. And then the outline of the book of Job. It's good to know that outline uh, as you read through the book and as you study it. Okay. Okay. Um, couple of things he mentions here. Uh, mercy, peace, and love. Thank you. Uh, so Judah, a, a threefold blessing or prayer. Mercy, that is God's mercy is connected to his loving kindness, faithfulness, and compassion. He's a merciful God. In the passage, one Bible verse tells us his mercy endureth forever. It never stops. And then the second word is Peace. Uh, refers to the restored relationship with God through repentance and faith in Christ. The believer is given forgiven of sins and is reconciled to God. And the Bible tells that we were once enemies of God, but now we are reconciled. And then love, the defining characteristic of God and the defining characteristic of God's people. We had a situation with a young man when we were doing ministry in Jacksonville, Florida. And there were many occasions when the young man messed up, he stole stuff, and he ripped us off, and he did all kinds of stuff. And uh, one of the things that one, one person asked him, you know, uh, we keep kicking you out when you mess up. Why do you keep coming back? And his words were, because this is the only place I find love. He was Love was, was demonstrated to him by the actions of, of those of us who were involved in that ministry. And so again, love is the defining characteristic not only of God, but the defining characteristic of God's people. Uh, people will, 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 will distinguish believers by the love that they have. Okay, uh, let's look at the other one, uh, the next passage uh, as we move on.
4: You, dear friends, as you build yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting expectantly for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ for eternal life. Have mercy on those who waver. Save others by snatching them from the fire. Have mercy on others with but with fear, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. Earlier, Jude had noted that false teachers had entered the church in verse 4 and throughout the bulk of his letter, verses 5 through 19, Jude outlined the character and vices of these people. He wanted his readers to know and recognize them so that they could stand against those who sought to sow doubt and confusion among the believers. Now, Jude offered four specific things we should do as we contend for the faith. One, build up your faith. Build yourselves up in your most holy faith. Unfortunately, too many Christians come to faith in Christ, but they never grow in that faith. A favorite tactic of many cults and false religions is to isolate uninformed Christians and catch them off guard. Jude's point is that our focus must be on growth. Growth happens as we dig into scripture, the source of truth that was divinely revealed to us. This includes a corporate element Notice Jude addressed, dear friends, a group of believers, implying that we grow and build up our faith together. Two, pray. In Jude 19, Jude described the false teachers as worldly, not having the Spirit. True believers, though, do have the Holy Spirit in their lives, and we must rely on the Spirit at all times. A Christian never loses the indwelling presence of the Spirit, Romans 8:9. But we must continually rely on him and let him fill us. Ephesians 5.18 We cannot build up our faith, let alone contend for it, without praying in the Holy Spirit. Jesus promised, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. John 16.13 The Greek word hodega, rendered guide, is tied to the Greek word for road. The Holy Spirit guides us on the road. He is our truth to our guide. We can neither know the truth nor spot error without relying on the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And we do that as we pray in the Spirit. Thirdly, love. The most important decision I can make today as a follower of Jesus is to live in the atmosphere of God's love. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting expectantly. The word keep is telling. We don't keep in the sense of locking ourselves away. But we keep an eye on ourselves to ensure we don't drift away from the love of God. The Christian is in the custody of God's love. So let's keep an eye on things to make sure we don't wander away. At times we may have questions, be filled with concerns, or be disquieted by anxiety. But the centrality of God's love brings peace because God's love cannot fail. Jude began his letter to those who are the called, loved by God the Father, and kept for Jesus Christ in verse 1. So our eternal victory is assured. We contend for the faith, then, by staying grounded in God's love, which leads us to love those who doubt and are falling away. And fourth, show mercy. Defending the faith is never about being the smartest person in the room. The goal is never to win an argument and lose a soul. When we contend for the faith, we are to do so with mercy. The imagery is powerful. Jude instructed us to mercifully reach out to those who waver and doubt. Others may save only, we may save only by snatching them from the fire. Well, what is this fire? It is the eternal death created for the devil and his demons. That moves us to show kindness and mercy but we must never compromise. We are to hate even the garment defiled by the flesh and exercise caution as we approach it, lest we get drawn into the sin ourselves.
0: Okay, now notice there are four specific things we should do as we contend for the faith. And that is build up your faith, pray, love, and show mercy. Right? And so... uh, we can, we can respond to false teaching by uh, grounding yourselves in the truth and mature in your faith. If you're not grounded, uh, the false teacher is going to run, run short over you. And then he, so he says, grow in the, Christian, in the Christian faith through the study of the word, personal and corporate worship, and fellowship with other believers. While you may miss something, another believer may be able to catch it. And so fellowship with other believers is important. And then you can't live out your faith on your, in your own strength. You must come to God in prayer regularly, seeking the Holy Spirit's help, guidance, and strength. Okay, and that's why the Holy Spirit is there. He's there for us. Th- I think sometimes the Holy Spirit uh, sits around twiddling his thumbs because he doesn't have anything to do. Because believers are not relying on him, calling upon him. They just want to do their own thing. Alright, but he's there for our help. And then uh, focus on God's love. This could be the primary focus of the of the passage because it is imperative live in obedience to Him. And so, verses twenty two to twenty three focus on showing mercy to others. As we believers, as believers, we have been recipients of God's mercy, and we are waiting expectantly for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ for eternal life. Jude mentions that in verse twenty one. Okay, we got one more passage, because our time is basically gone here. Uh, who want to take that one, the last one? 24
1: to 25. 24 to 25. Now to him who is able to protect you from stumbling, and to make you stand in the presence of his glory without blemish, and with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all time, now and forever. Amen. This is one of the greatest doxologies in scripture. Jude's letter was likely read aloud like a sermon in the context of a house, church, or small gathering. Some scholars have estimated that only about 10% of the Roman Empire could be. So as the original hearers heard the call to contend, to contend for the faith, they also heard this doxology or Benedictions spoken over them. Within the New Testament framework, benedictions conveyed and transmitted a blessing to the reciprocate.
0: Recipients. Don't die.
1: So, what was the blessing in Jews? You are not alone. Jesus is with you, protecting you as you stand and contend for the faith. In standing for Christ, you never stand one never stands alone. The focus of Jude's letter has been on contending for the faith that was delivered to uh, the saints once for all. Verse 3. So he concluded with the triumph promise that we need not fear falling away because God is able to protect you from stumbling. The one who walked on water will most will most surely protect you from tripping and falling. The blessing does not stop there. Jesus also empowers us to come into his presence. We may we may face adversity and attack, but we can stand before him without blemish and with great joy. With the psalmist, we praise God because he will allow your foot to He will not, sorry, I'm saying the opposite. He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Psalms 121.3. No matter what challenge you face today, you do not confront it alone because he is able. That is fully capable to, to present you, to present you faultless and without blemish. As if you have never sinned, in Christ you are utterly forgiven, cleansed, purpose-filled, focused, and called. The Apostle Paul also stressed God's power and work in our lives. The Apostle Paul described God as one. Him who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation about Jesus Christ. Romans 16 and 25 and number 2. Him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Ephesians 3 and 20 God's protection and power are with us so that we can contend for the faith. We don't have to rely on ourselves. I labor for this, striving with His strength that works powerful in me. Colossians 1, 29 Do not fear what they fear or be intimidated but in your hearts regard christ the lord as holy ready at all time to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you first peter 314 14-15 god empowers us to be fearless as we defend our most holy faith our response to god's great work in our lives is worship to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all time, now and forever. Amen.
0: Okay, so this is a classic example of a benediction prayed over a group at the end of a message. We use it all the time in, in, in Calvary. Uh, but notice uh, there are four main elements of the hymn. Identifying God, ascribing praise to God, affirming God's eternal authority and a closing amen. And uh, so we see why that amen is important, right, Sister Brenda? Yeah. <laughs> so be it. Okay, let's look at Live It Out. How will we flesh this out? Verse 23. We can We can be informed and able to carry on great conversation about coffee, restaurants, and sports, but our faith is so much more valuable. It's time to make a decision to defend it. God's command and desire is for every believer to stand ready to defend the faith. Not some, but every believer. Three points. Pray. Ask the Lord for courage to stand up for what you believe. Ask his forgiveness for times when we have been silent and unprepared to defend the faith. And then two, memorize. As a reminder of God's presence and power in defending the faith, memorize Jude 24:25. Now to Him who is able to protect you from stumbling, to make you stand in the presence of His glory, without blemish and with great joy, to the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, authority before all time, now and forever. Amen. Memorize that. Good to memorize it. And then invite. Over the next five weeks, your group will look at some questions often raised about Christianity. Use this as an opportunity to invite someone who has doubts about the faith to learn more. Pray for their openness to God's truth. So if you know anybody who's been, who've been challenged, invite them to come to Sunday school class. Okay, You don't have to go to explain anything to them, just invite them to come to class and let them get it firsthand for themselves. Amen? Amen? Okay, let's close in prayer because our time has very passed. Father, help us to take steps to be prepared to contend for the faith in every circumstance we encounter with your enabling. For we ask it in Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. 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 Lord, bless you as you go. Thank
1: you. Just yep. like the crackers. Just look Singing.
3: <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> might give me a better clue. <laughs> if I can <couldn't> have had <laughs> <sung myself. laughs> Okay.
2: My brother. My brother, have today. move
3: your clothes. Yeah. I on the box, not move Oh,
4: all right, thank you. I'm going to get that to you. Oh, you
3: That's good. Well, I think that that was good enough. That's it. I think that they should be fine. Okay.